Matthew chapter 7 from verse 15 onwards. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by the fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken them, liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that rock, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Praise be to God. Father, I give this word that you have given this morning into your hands. I ask you, Lord, that you will immerse this in the oil of the Holy Spirit. Set it on fire with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And let it be given to your people so that each one be set on fire for you. Lord, I pray that you'll remove every dampness, every coldness, every callousness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, may the sledgehammer of God Almighty descend upon the people of this hour. Break every faulty foundation in Jesus' name. Everything that is not of you, let it wither away quickly in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, that the work of the Holy Spirit take place deep within the souls of your people. And I thank you for doing this. Every evil spirit that tries to scatter this word of God and that is trying to cause barrenness in the hearts of your people, I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that this word may penetrate into the spirits of your people and give that good fruit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our labor in you is never in vain. I thank you, Holy Spirit, who's laboring at this hour. There's a labor with you and you and me. And I in you and you through me to your people. With you, Lord, I believe and expect good fruit. Good fruit. Good fruit. Abundance of good fruit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let your word. Let your word. Go, Father. And blast every mountain, every rock. Everything that looks like it cannot be penetrated, let this word of God go and blast it out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every opinion of man and every opinion of Satan, every faulty foundation be removed at this hour in Jesus' name. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done on earth in this hour through the working of the Holy Spirit by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 15 onwards. Beware of false prophets. If there are true prophets, then there are false prophets also. If there are true vine out there, then there are false vine out there too. Anytime you see the Spirit of God working, you will also see the Spirit of Antichrist, Spirit of Satan, the imposter working also. Jesus Christ is warning his people here. He says, Be careful. Be careful of who? Be careful of what? Be careful of everything that is false. Because false, falsehoodness will never enter into the kingdom of heaven because Satan who is the father's lies owns lies he's the owner of lies so anything that is false belongs to Satan it's never going to enter into heaven anything that is a lie will not enter into heaven May God speak to your hearts at this hour. Very important to know this. Very important to understand God's word that the Lord is giving to us this morning. God says, be careful. Be careful of false prophets. That means people who speak for God, but they are not speaking for God. People who speak for God must be God sent. Otherwise they will not speak for God. So the difference between false prophets and true prophets are quite a, a number of differences are there. But the main ones that the Holy Spirit wants to show here is False prophets will turn the hearts of the people away from the living God. Now, it can be through the scriptures. It can be through using God's word. They'll say, I'm speaking for God, but they're speaking for Satan. They will use the scriptures, but they will turn the hearts of people away from the living God. How will they do that? 
any time the gospel becomes a me-centered gospel, you know that it is coming from Satan and his agents who speak for Satan. Anytime the gospel becomes a gospel that focuses on human beings and not on God, focuses on the earth and not on heaven, causes a person to use the word for self-gain and not for self-denial. You know that it is from Satan and not from God. So verse 15 begins with a warning, very specific warning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, be careful of false prophets. When people don't read the word and they don't have the revelation of God, they get confused and they say all kinds of things when it comes to God's word. They isolate scriptures. They take one verse and make a theology out of it. It's very, very wrong to do that. God is speaking to a heart of his own. It is important to know the word. Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. In order for a person to be set free into the truth, they must know the truth. The truth is like the door or the gateway to the land of truth. I want to repeat. Truth is the gateway to the land of truth. In order for one to be set free, that person, whether man or woman, must enter through the truth, which is the door, and go into the land of truth. In short, move from lie to truth. When I say a lie, it talks about the nature of Satan. Who Satan is? He's the father of lies. A person who moves from lies to truth from a place of lies to the place of truth, will live in freedom that Christ has purchased on the cross of Calvary. I want to repeat this. Jesus died on the cross and he purchased total freedom for every single human being. But who will, who will actually inherit it? Who will actually walk in it? Who will actually live in it? Those who move out of the land of lies, go through the door of truth and enter into the land of truth and stay in the land of truth. Will we the ones who will experience freedom and will keep their freedom and live in the freedom? Jesus Christ, he warns his people who are here listening to his word tells them something very important. He says, how do you differentiate light from darkness, truth from lies? God says, this is how you're going to. And he tells exactly how to differentiate lies from truth. So he begins with this. He says, be careful of false prophets. I want to take you to the place over here all the way. See, we begin at verse 15 and we're going all the way to verse 29. But you see, whatever Jesus said is the truth and it all makes sense when we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit who is our teacher. Jesus says in verse 15, be careful of false prophets and he's talking about the nature of false prophets and he's 
then telling how these false prophets will come the last day before God and they'll say, Lord, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. We prophesied in your name. So who are these? We're not going to enter in. These are the false prophets. And these false prophets are not prophets for worshipping Buddha or Krishna or, or other religions. But these false prophets claim to know God, claim to speak for God, but they are imposters. They don't follow God. They are workers of iniquity. Who are they working for? They are working for Satan. What spirit are they having? They are having the spirit of darkness. So they can carry a Bible in their hands and they can speak the word and they can make people laugh and they can look like very intelligent preachers and they can have a big ministry. They can have a big following. They can call themselves and prophet this or prophet that or apostle this or teacher this or pastor this or whatever it is, evangelist this. And they can tell the people, I hear from God and 2023 is going to happen this way and 2027 is going to happen this way. And there are a whole bunch of people who have surrendered themselves to false prophets. You know why? Because they have not given themselves over to the truth. When you have no time for the Bible, when you have no time for God, when you have no time for His truth, which is you don't have time for His Word, when by default you'll be pulled away by these false prophets, false teachers. Now, it doesn't have to be people who have big ministries. It can be a believer. It can be someone who carries false spirits. That said this, I hear this, and I see this, and if you look at the Bible, many times God will say to his people through the true prophets, the false prophets are saying false dreams. God is not saying that they are making up dreams. But they are getting dreams, but those dreams are not from God. They are seeing visions, but those visions are not from God. They say like they are saying prophecies, but the spirit that is prophesying through them is not the Holy Spirit. God wants the church to know the dangers of this and be very careful. Be careful of false prophets. Be careful of false spirits. Not every dream you see is from God. Not every voice you hear is from the Holy Spirit. Not every leading you have is of God. Be very careful. It's very important to give yourself over to God's Word and be a doer of His Word. That's what's going to keep you. When you're a doer of His Word, His Word will keep you from falling. So these people that Jesus says are here, He says, these are the people who hear the Word, but they don't do it. That's why they'll say a lot of scriptures Whatever you ask from the Bible, they'll have an answer for it. And people who look at them, they say, Oh, my God, how they know the Word and how they love the Word, but they don't have the truth. To be very careful. If you don't give yourself over to the Word of God, then false spirits will begin to take over. If you don't give yourself over to the presence of God, false spirits will take over. Beware of false prophets. Who are false prophets? False prophets are people who say they speak for God. They are not speaking for God. It's 
something else is speaking to them. So you have a whole bunch of people who, who lie, who know what they're doing and they lie. But then you have a whole bunch of people who've gone into delusion. They think that they're speaking the truth, but they're actually not. They're not walking in the truth. They're not speaking the truth. They're workers of iniquity. False spirits are leading them, and they will contrary to what God is planning and leading. They go against true servants of God. And when they see God using someone who is genuine, they burn with jealousy. They want to somehow shut down those ministries. They want to shut down those ministries. They want to see people backslide and fall. And they're happy when someone falls. We have to be very careful of these spirits. If you feel happy when someone falls, something is wrong with you. You need to go to the Lord and repent. If you feel happy when someone is going through a loss, especially a child of God, in the house of God, something is absolutely wrong with you. It doesn't matter how high you feel, doesn't matter how many dreams you may get, doesn't matter how many visions you may get, you have to know that. Something is wrong, something is leading. I need to get out of this. These are things that you need to have in front of you so that you don't fall. Fall into this trap. Be careful of false prophets and be careful you don't become one. They come in sheep's clothing, but the spirit inside them is different. So external is very different. When Esau was called by Isaac to be blessed, Isaac told Esau, my son, Make my favorite food and come. I will bless you after I'm done eating. Esau left. Rebecca heard. She told Jake. She told Jacob, and Jacob listened to her voice. Now he's wearing Esau's clothing. He has the animal fur on him to make him appear like Esau to his father and he goes and stands before his father who is he in front of his father he is Jacob not Esau but he has all the outward appearance of Esau but his voice betrays him Isaac says when I touch and feel you you feel like Esau but your voice sounds like Jacob. Something is wrong here. Imagine the height of deception. If they're able to even make him like Jacob, to what extent they would have done this, to what extent they've done it. That when the father feels Jacob's hands, it's like Esau's hand. Look at the height of deception. To what extent they would have gone to really make it feel just like Esau's hands. Because Isaac can't see. There's a point here that the Spirit of the Lord is bringing at this hour. When the spiritual eyes of a believer is dull. When the spiritual eyes of a believer is dim, it's very easy for them to be deceived. You know why? Even when they have the prompting of the Holy Spirit saying that something is wrong with this, they ignore that. They easily ignore that. Because they are spiritually blind. If ease of if Isaac would have just stopped there, he said, well, 
I don't. I don't think that you are Isaac because your voice sounds like Jacob and if he would have waited, if he would have asked the Lord, God would have intervened there. You don't see any such thing happening. Where the deceiver comes, you see Isaac was Abraham's son. He got deceived. Many, many, many believers are deceived by the deceiver. Many believers. God says, our church people here should be careful. Don't you be deceived by the false spirits. Don't you become a carrier of false spirits. Be very careful. Because those demonic spirits will come with a totally godly appearance. All Bible sounding appearance there's something off to it there's something odd which doesn't go with the behavior of the Holy Spirit and see pride and arrogance I say I am in the presence of God and I came came from the presence of God but and the behavior is not that they came from the presence of God. They have jealousy and anger and pride. Bitterness. Something is wrong there. We have to be very careful not to become an agent of the enemy. Not to be overcome or taken by the enemy. Be very careful. Be careful of false prophets. How do they come? They come in sheep's clothing. Well, we want to just focus on the false spirits here. How do false spirits come? They come in sheep's clothing. It looks like sheep that follows the shepherd. It really doesn't. But they are wolves hungry wolves looking to take away God's people how do you know how do you know if a person who claims to spend time in the presence of God oh I was there and whole day I was seeking God oh all night I was in the presence of God and and uh, I was walking with God and this and that but then you see the fruit of the Spirit is not there. You see, the works of the flesh that is evident there. Jesus said, you know that. What is operating this person? And the fruit of the Spirit is absent. And the works of the flesh is evident. And the behavior doesn't match what they actually say. You know what Spirit they carry. Be careful. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Do they? No. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. Jesus is so clearly. What's inside will show on the outside. How we are on the inside will show on the outside. God is speaking to our hearts of this hour. The fruit of the Spirit should be seen in your life, not the works of the flesh. No trait of Lucifer should be seen in any believer. 
Because a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. A bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Why? Because it doesn't belong in the kingdom of God. Something is off. It doesn't belong. It doesn't belong there. So God says over here, be careful. If you spot yourself drifting away, if you spot yourself off, if you spot yourself something, I'm spending this much time with God, but you know what? I'm feeling this way. I'm spending time with God, so to speak. But I'm jealous. I'm bitter. I'm angry. I do think that God will condemn. God will hate. At that time, no. You need to quickly get away from that. Not pattern from that spirit. It is important to know you yourself can be your own judge. Jesus said by your own words you can condemn yourself. But what you speak, how you talk to people, your own behavior will show who you are, what is inside of you. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. The Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts. I came extremely exhausted with a lot of chest pain. I didn't know God was going to speak this morning. But God is giving this word at this hour. Take it very seriously. Every single person should examine themselves. What kind of fruit they are bearing? What kind of fruit are you bearing? What kind of a fruit are you bearing? Is there integrity through and through in your life? Is there integrity through and through in your life? Because a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. You see the you have a disease of the soul, go to God. If you see that something is off, you need to go to God. No false spirit should be operating. If you know that this is how my behavior is, that this is not of God, you have to take it very seriously. Because when it continues in the direction, what will happen? God will cut down that tree. It is important to uproot the tears and the weeds out of your life. When you know something is entered or something false has come in, you need to push it out. You need to free yourself from that. It is important as the Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. It is easier to pull a weed out before that weed grows into a big tree. And now Jesus Christ brings us to verse 21. He's talking about the false prophets and he says, about those who are carrying false spirits, they will not enter in. Not because someone spoke in the name of Christ for Christ, they were not with Christ. Jesus says, only those who do the will of the Father in heaven will enter in. So the true Spirit of God will cause a person to be in the will of God and 
do the will of God. Very important. Doing the will of God is very important. What's the difference between real and fake? What is the difference between genuine and counterfeit? What is the difference between what is of God and what is not of God? We need to know those things. What is the difference? The fruit. The fruit has to be fruit unto righteousness, unto holiness, unto love, humility. These are all the nature, divine nature of Christ. The Bible says those who are in Him will be partakers of the divine nature. What is the meaning of being partakers of divine nature? That means you become one with it. You become someone who receives that nature, drink of that nature, and that nature gets into you. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. That means someone can be praying, Someone can be reading, someone can be in preaching, someone can be doing family prayer, someone can be doing all kinds of things, but if they're not a doer of the word, they're not entering in, doesn't matter how many praise and worship songs they hear and sing, doesn't matter. Being a doer of the word is very important. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 7. Be on God's side. Be someone who will speak the truth, receive the truth, and live out the truth. Everything else is a lie. And no liar will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Doesn't matter how many times they say, Lord, 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 in their prayers. Doesn't matter how many verses they memorized using God's name and they told everyone how, how much they can memorize. doesn't matter how many pages of the Bible they would have written down. doesn't matter. We have to be doers of His Word. Only those who do His Word are the ones who do His will. Only those who do His will are the ones who will enter into the kingdom of heaven. In verse 22, very important. Many will say to me in that day, which day? The last day. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? This is not talking about true prophets. This is talking about false prophets. He's talking about people who claim to speak for God, but God never spoke to them. He's talking about people who are never called of God. These are wolves in sheep's clothing. And these are the ones who come and stand there and say, Lord, we did this. Lord, we did that. Lord, we built a big empire. We did a lot of charity work. I had so many people raise their hands doing the altar call. And there could be people who were not famous in this world. They were average believers, but they led many people astray because they were carrying false spirits. They'll go on saying, God said this, God said this, God said this. They're all false prophets. Anytime someone says, God said this and God never said this, they become false prophets. Prophets are those who speak for God. What God has spoken to them and through them. So when someone says, God said this, God said this without God saying it, they actually put themselves at risk. Because at that time, they become false prophets and they become open to the spirits of darkness to enter in. 
people who spoke for God but God never spoke will go and stand on that day and say Lord we did this in your name we did that in your name the point here is who told him to do that and whatever he said it's not from God God never said those things who are you serving that? Satan. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name. Done many wonders in your name. What do these false prophets do? Cast out demons in his name. Done many wonders in his name. What have they been overcome by? False spirits. Do you know false spirits can do wonders, lying wonders? Do you know false spirits can work with other demons to cast out demons to say, I'm actually bringing many people to the kingdom of darkness so just pretend like you're gone bring seven more in that's what false spirits do it's very important where you go and it's very important to who you listen to Many people listen to false prophets and false teachers and they get led astray by these false spirits because once they begin listening they become blind they become spiritually deaf they become confused they won't know the difference between right and wrong truth and error false and true They just be eating the poison because the spirit of lie will pull them in. Just like a, a vacuum hose that will pull a fly inside or a spider inside itself. And once it's gone, it's gone. Many people, when they listen to false teachers, there's a drawing that comes, that takes place through the demonic spirits and make them almost like drawn completely just like how the spirit of God draws people to himself evil spirits do that how do you know someone is false and how do you know that you're not false your actions will bear witness to the spirit who is inside of you your actions will show. Your tree will bear good fruit. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? As I had mentioned before, these are not people who just imagine things and just lie. Those are liars, whole different category. But false prophets are people who are dominated by false spirits. So these false spirits will actually give false prophecies these false spirits will actually show false visions. These false spirits will actually do false miracles. That's why these people are completely deceived and end up standing for God and saying, Lord, we did this in your name, we did that in your name. The Spirit of God was not behind those things. Who was leading that? False spirits. Be very careful. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So with all the things they do, the manifestation is darkness. Their results are not of God. So God says, get away. Get away from me. You don't practice the truth. You practice lawlessness. 
You did. Opposite to what? My will was, so you didn't do my will. Now you read verse 24. Jesus says this. Who's actually going to enter in? Whoever hears these sayings of mine. Whatever Jesus said. The scriptures that God spoke right before these that we're reading. All those are so important. He says, those who hear these words of the Lord Jesus Christ and does them. These people will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. No matter what opposition they faced, their foundation was so strong because their foundation was built on God's word, the truth. On the contrary, everyone who hears these sayings of Jesus Christ and does not do them, that means you have a whole bunch of people who hear it and don't obey. They say, well, it doesn't matter. We, we don't have to obey. God knows we're human beings. God knows we can't do what He's telling us to do because He's God, you see. It's a lying spirit right there. Whatever the word says, we must obey. When we walk, when we walk with God, obeying God is a pleasure. Because we love Him, we obey Him. It's a pleasure for God's people. Not a burden. Those who hear His word and obey. It's good to be in the presence of God. But if we don't do what God speaks to us week after week after week, then Jesus says, that person will be like a foolish man who built his house in the sand. What was his foundation? His foundation was not the word of God. His foundation was some kind of a delusional theology. Because of that, when he was tried through fire, everything was burned down. The rain came, the floods came, winds blew. And just like with the wise men, it beat on the house. Over here, this house fell. And great was its fall. The fall was very loud and forceful. Because there's no word there. It lacked the foundation. God is speaking to us. Know where you stand. God's word says. Know you where, know where you stand. It's important. Evaluate yourself with God's word. Every day, evaluate yourself with God's word. Every day, look at your actions and be how are my actions. How is my behavior today, you know? When you go on the road, sometimes you'll see behind the vehicle, how's my driving? And there's a phone number next to it. You need to ask yourself a question like that. How did I do today? The number to call is the Holy Spirit. How did I do today? Because if a person who tries to evaluate themselves without the Holy Spirit, will be in delusion because the devil will make them feel like everything is good because if the conviction comes, then he has to get out. So he'll say, you're, you're good, you're good. You're good. But when we go to the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, you check me. You check me. Then the Spirit of God will Test, check, evaluate every part of our spirit. 
a mind and a body and he will give you the exact assessment. It's a good place to be where God can communicate with us to let us know what we need to do. Let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 13. I'll finish in a few minutes. Luke chapter 13. And I'm going to read. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 22 onwards. And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. They will answer and say to you, I do not know you where you are from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you where you are from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourself thrust out, they will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed, there are last who will be first and their first will be last. Praise be to God. Jesus says the truth as it is because he does not want anyone to not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So he is telling exactly the way to enter in. Strive to enter in. Strive to enter in. That means to everything thing you need to do to enter in because many will seek and will not be able to what's the meaning of that how can they seek in why will not why will they not enter in the truth is they didn't seek with all their hearts they looked for it and they went after other things Jesus is looking at you today and he says don't be like them strive to enter in that means Lord I got to go to heaven I need to walk in your ways and Jesus also talks about the time Jesus says now is the time because when you think that you have more time, is a time when you will not have time. So don't look for some other time. Do it now. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, what will happen if you close the door and the time is over? And after that, you realize the reality kicks in. You realize, oh my God, the door is closed in. You knock on the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say, I don't know you. Where are you from? I don't know where you are from. Where are you from? I don't know you. Then they give the answer to him. 
Lord, we were right in front of you. We ate. We drank in your presence. And you were there in our streets. You were right there. We were living with you, Lord. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know where you're from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. Very crucial point here the Holy Spirit wants to drive home is you can be in the presence of God. You can sit there. You can be where He's teaching. You can get what He's giving. You can throw away what He's giving. Because if you really ate His food, if you really learned from His teaching, then you will be a doer of the Word. That's the byproduct. So we can go and tell Him, Lord, we ate and we drank and you taught in our streets. The question is, did it do anything to you? Did you do anything with it? What did you do? There are many believers who are like some kings who just took the the holy vessels of the temple and desecrated it and let the heathen take it or worse, give it to the heathen. Don't be like that. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Buy the truth and don't sell it. We can get so much from God. But if we don't make use of it, He'll say, He never knew us. You know why? He knows us through His Word. The Father knows us through His Word, who is the Son. When you don't obey His Word, you're not obeying His Son. He has no connection with you at that point. The Father knows this through his word. If the word is not there, if you're not obedient to the word, he will say, I don't know you because there's no connection. It doesn't matter. Monday through Saturday may be worshiping. But if you're not a doer of his word, then the Father does not know you. To all those whom the Father doesn't know, they'll all end up with the unbelievers in the place of weeping and gnashing because they chose to not do his will. They chose to work, but they worked works of iniquity. So now they are eating the fruit of it, which is weeping and gnashing of teeth. God also says there are other people who will come Yes, the path is narrow. Yes, you have to strive. But you know what? All those people, they strove and they enter in. They come and they sit in God's kingdom. You be like that. You be like that. Striving is striving through the striving of the Holy Spirit that is within us. God didn't tell us to do anything on our own. We're co-laboring together with the Spirit of God and God is working in us it is important to strive with the striving of God that is within us to seek Him with all our hearts and to obey Him in all things then we will be blessed in all things we will have abundance of entry into heaven. We will never be put to shame. May God bless you as you hear this word. You want to be on the Lord's side and the side of the truth and nothing false should remain in you. Nothing false. Your fruit will show to God 
the man and to yourself. What is actually working inside of you? May God help us this morning to take some time to cleanse yourself in the presence of God and examine yourself whether you're in the faith. Examine yourself. As Satan will say, well, I guess you're not in the faith because this is how your behavior is so What's the point in coming to the morning call? What's the point in coming to church? That's the devil talking. When God speaks and He tells you something's wrong with you, it's because He wants you to be fixed, not because He wants you to be thrown away. Remember, God wants to change you. You need to do what you should do in order for a change to take place. God's work to take place in your life. Know where God has placed you. Don't follow any wolf that is in sheep's clothing. And don't be the one who allows the demonic spirits to operate inside of you to lead yourself and others astray. So it's important to examine yourself in the presence of God. See, what is manifesting? What is showing through me? Is it the nature of Jesus Christ? Am I being obedient to His Word? If suddenly my heart has to stop, if suddenly I'm called home, will I enter into my eternal home? Is there a home for me in heaven? Jesus said, I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And he told it to his disciples who left everything and followed him. Have you left the world behind, the sins of this world, the pleasures of this world, the mindset of this world, the culture of this world, the cursed culture of this world, which is leading many into eternal bondage? Are you separated from those things? Whosoever is a friend of this world is an enemy of God. Are you keeping yourself pure and holy? Is your tree bearing good fruit? Are you staying away from those who carry false spirits? Be careful. Be careful. Don't be a carrier of anything that is false. Don't associate yourself. Don't associate yourself. Don't associate yourself with anything that is false and anyone who is false. Strive with everything that is within you through the work of the Holy Spirit to inherit the kingdom of God just like others who have inherited nor inheriting. Thank you, Father, for this morning hour. Lord, you spoke in an unexpected way, at an unexpected time. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for speaking to your people. Whatever purpose you had in mind to give this word to them, you have accomplished it through your word this morning. So I pray your blessing over these people of yours, your people. For these people, Lord, each and every one of them, may live for you. May live for you and you alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us the deeper things of God. Lord, I pray that you'll bless every single brother, sister, and child here. Each one who's here has been brought by you here 
Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. So I pray, may the Spirit of God continue to lead them closer and closer to Jesus. May I bless them with this blessing, Lord, as you alone can bless them with. As your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people to give importance to your word. I bless your people to become doers of your word. I bless your people to inherit every blessing that you have for them, Father. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.